cliffcentral.com 360 biz on cliffcentral.com welcome to another exciting installment of 360 biz my name is devahoma Ford. you are tuned in to cliffcentral.com i'm not alone in studio it's actually packed you'd say that it's already mother women's month dude you know so but anyway <laughs> uh, we're looking forward to be introducing our guest as we go along uh, the weather is raining out there but i know today i've proven my brother you are indeed schumacher eh? <laughs> <laughs> Rosebank to um, Rivonia, I think it's eight minutes. But it was crazy though. I mean, sure. we're from another shoot, so I'm happy to be here alive. I feel like I lost a couple of calories, but it's cool. Was it? Losing, yeah. losing a couple of calories, driving in style, comfortable seats. You gotta be <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 As if it was that. If you, as if you were running, if you were running, it would be something else. I would understand. So, but now you were not running. I mean, you were driving. So, no, not at all, my man, not at all. We've got a very heated up um, session today. And I think when I was putting the session together, it was purely because, I mean, they're going to be women in, in the studio. But, I mean, it's women that are doing amazing things. All the way from the young lady from Tembisa who won a pitch um, at a local township development session called T mm-hmm. to, 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 to ladies in studio that are doing amazing things. And, I mean, obviously, at the end, they were going to be talking about some opportunities with Next Generation. And, I mean... You know, this, this, this for me is a good entrance into the Women's Month because one of the biggest things that we're short of most of the time is women that are doing stuff. And I'm of the clear and capable notion that there's a lot of black women that are doing amazing things. I mean, I've seen it with my mother, I've seen it with my grandmother, and I'm seeing it with these beautiful, young, amazing women that we got in studio. No, you made sure they become beautiful, my brother. Did, did you handpick them? Did you look at the pictures and you're saying, you know what, it's beautiful women? No, that it's what South pick. Africa is, what South Africa has to offer. Ne? No, it's about the world. It's about time that the world recognizes, my brother. Eh? So, I mean, in our hot seat today, we've got a beautiful lady who won a pitch. And I mean, how we, how we normally like to open this particular segment up. This is the tea hot seat that you're in. How we'd like to normally open the segment up is you won, you, you gotcha because you pitched and people that were in the audience, about 150 or so people chose you, right? So pitch the product. So if you could be as close to the mic as possible, just press the product. No, here, here are amazing ladies that you could press the product to, and let's get feedback. And fit your introduction in there as well, huh? Everything, including my name in it. <laughs> Everything. So you've got, I'll count you down. <laughs> so you've got um, 60 seconds. Is that cool? That's too small. Nah, 60 seconds has to No, do. she's a businesswoman. She needs to make it work. I need more time, but I'll, I think it'll work. Okay. Right, South Africa, my name is Matlatse Sagunega, and I'm starting a foundation called Gutsy Girls. So basically, this foundation is about empowering black young women in South Africa. Basically, we want to encourage more young black women to be in business. As Bulelani said, the market of entrepreneurship is in high demand of young black women entrepreneurs. There's a lot of black men doing great things out there so we want the young black women to start doing great things as well so especially our target market is more based on the township and rural women so as we all know Jorge, there's a high employ- unemployment rate in South Africa so especially in the youth sector we want to combat that through entrepreneurship anything else you'd like to know <laughs> I cool. think that was 60 seconds, wasn't it? Yeah, that's the picture that got you here So I mean, it must have been very amazing For people to have selected you But here's the thing yeah. You're a young woman from Etembisa You're from Tembisa, right? Yes, I am Then, how'd you get into entrepreneurship? 
entrepreneurship or wanting to be an entrepreneur rather it has always been my passion to be an entrepreneur from a very young age i started in school selling hot dogs and that's when i realized that i do have some entrepreneurship dna in me even though no one in my family is actually in entrepreneurship so i guess it's going to start with me so yeah i started there and then i also did bracelets and now i'm doing a branding and marketing company which is the company that i've started this year on my own and it's actually uh in an industry that is has a lot of men in it so when i started the branding and marketing company i was told that no matlats you're a girl you can't do this you're young you're a girl you black you can't do this leave this to us men and i challenged them to say no I'm going to do this regardless I'm a woman regardless I'm young. So this foundation Gutsy Girls is basically we giving back women their courage. We saying take back your identity, take back your worth, take back your your courage and start doing great things. We want women to start showing that they can do it as much as men can do it in business. We also can do it. It's women's month next month. So <laughs> <laughs> we starting to celebrate now. So I mean um what are some of the services that you guys provide like I mean what is the core service or other products that you guys have um in in this and this um girls initiative that you're running Basically we just empower we're going to start by empowering the township girls the young township girls and then from there onwards we're going to take it to another level which is uh bringing them into entrepreneurship we're helping them start their own businesses we're going to collaborate with organizations such as NYDA and other entrepreneur organizations to help us with funding for women young women who want to start their own businesses who are aspiring to be entrepreneurs but lack the resources and the information and they also lack someone to encourage them to say it is possible yes it can be done it's not only for people who are on upper levels they all started somewhere they all started somewhere and yeah they also can do it so i'm going to put some of the ladies that are in the room on the hot spot This young lady has pitched her idea. Do you guys what what one of the things is that you guys have done well in business. You guys are going to be doing phenomenally well over the next couple of years. One of the things that I'd like to put out to you guys, I know I'm putting you guys in the hot seat, but is there's a young lady in studio. I mean, how can you tip her? Do you understand the product number one? How can she better present herself? Because I think the reason why we've got the hot seat is so that she can come in studio and whoever whoever's in studio, we give her tips and pointers on how to move herself forward. Over and over and above the experience of being in a place um, in studio and on radio for the first time in a whole entire life would also would like to give a proper content, um, that's within context so that you can go out there and be a, sh- and be a winner. I like how you start with me. Um, I think for me, um, the big thing is you need to sound more confident when you're selling your product. Um, you, you, you're very reserved at the moment and you don't sound convincing, you know, so if you're selling something, people need to, see it in you that you believe in it that you believe it's something that can work um and especially because like you're saying you're in a cutthroat industry where you know you, you you've got a brand and marketing agency that you're trying to um to to do and you you want to go into an industry where it's dominated by men you know when men have started you yeah so yeah. what i'm saying is if you're selling your product when you when you compare how us females and how men approach something men are confident even if their product doesn't make sense they're very confident in what they do yeah. us women we tend to be a bit you know we 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 we, we tend to sit back a bit so for me i i think just you know sell it you know be 
have confidence and okay. ooze it, ooze the actual the actual thing that you're selling, so that people can believe it. Because people people don't buy into your product; they buy into you. Okay. Bianca? Um, I think it's just very interesting for me what she's talking about with the initiative. I mean, myself and uh, three of my partners, Lelo Ntando Masina and Ramesh Masina, we actually founded an organization called Campaign for Girls, um, which is aimed at the holistic development of young women. It's actually nationwide now. Um, We are in year number five. We've got schools all across the country, so from township to rural schools. And that's exactly what we do. We actually have a school at Tembisa as well that we've been working with for the past three years. So I guess what I would actually say to you is you are getting into that space. You just always have to persevere, know what it is that it is that you actually want to do. Um, if empowerment is your thing, then you need to be believable, then it really needs to be your thing. Um, but I like the fact that you've done that. I mean, we can never have enough organizations and enough people assisting others who might need some assistance and, you know, some help with whether it's starting a business or education or whatever the case may be. So what I'm going to say to you is I'd actually like to have a conversation with you perhaps afterwards afterwards, perhaps campaign for girls can maybe sort of help you out as gutsy girls in terms of starting this this initiative and actually continuing with what you're doing but well done thank you and this one uh it seems like i'm sitting amongst giants here (laughs) um yeah (laughs) you wouldn't be sitting here if you weren't one yourself well thank you (laughs) anyway um i'm sold honestly speaking i'm sold i was sitting here and listening to you and i'm thinking what can Umtik Azi um, do with you? I'm a, I'm a fashion designer. I have a fashion designing company. Mm. And um, you spoke of um, entrepreneurship. Yes. I mean, I would love, I promise you, I, I want to speak to Like Bianca said, like she wants to talk to you after this. I want to speak to you after this. Because okay. I want to see how Umtik Azi maybe can train people. Because um, um, at the end of the day, um, it's much more... What's the word I'm looking for? Um, feasible or easily accessible for you to do something with your hands than when you have to go and probably learn for three years and something. Mm. And sometimes people don't even have um, the financial backing for that. Mm. So if I could partner with you and actually train young women to mm. do things with their hands, I would be honored. Hmm. So I'm the, sold. I'm sold. No, Honestly, I'm sold. No, th- that is, is the main aim of Gutsy Girls. We want more women like you who Woo-hoo. want to empower other young young women to great, to do great things. Uh-huh. So I'm humbled. Thank you. I'm excited. <laughs> no, this is the one thing that I love about this show. We cl- we we cl- we've closed serious deals in the studio. Yeah, yeah two deals already. <laughs> yeah. No, but I think more than anything, uh, people that want to get hold of you, where can they get in touch with you? They can call me or email me on should I. Recite my yeah. email. Uh, it's spelled S A K U N E. Okay. S H E R O N at gmail.com okay. or call me on 082-936-2393. Can you repeat that again? 082-936-2393. Okay, no, definitely. Uh, it was nice having you um, on the show. Thank and you. thank you for what you've shared. And, and obviously, you're not going anywhere. You need to sit down so that you <laughs> wait for the ladies to, to definitely engage with of you after course. the show. Yeah. No, definitely. Uh, moving right along, I think maybe let's get um, an official introduction. Do you want to say a hi to our listeners? Uh, tell us who you are, what is it that you do? Um, sure. I wear quite a lot of umbrellas, but I think the umbrella that I'm wearing today, um, Your my name one. is Tulis Sibeko. Um, I am a founder of uh, the Next Gen um, Leadership Movement. Um, the Next Gen Leadership Movement really is uh, an event for young people by young people. 
Um, we are hosting our second event on Saturday, okay. uh, the 30th, and I'm really here to talk about um, the actual movement, what we do with mm. NextGen. Oh, okay. No, definitely. Ma'am? What up, what up? My name is Bianca <laughs> Williams. Okay. <laughs> Um, I'm coming here representing my company, Kenya Africa, okay. um, which is basically an initiative, or maybe let me not say initiative, but a company that I have started, which is aimed at actually... Beautiful website, by the way. Oh, you like it? I love thank it. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> www.kenyaafrica.com. Mm-hmm. Basically, what we're doing is we're talking identity, we're talking encouraging, educating, and promoting the African identity to young kids. Okay. Um, we live in a global society, you know, for a very long time, even I, when I, I was I, young. I, I think our listeners didn't hear you. They didn't hear you. Know, me. No, which I think, part? I think you need part? to repeat that part of identity in Africa. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, like what I was saying to the lady that just spoke, um, I've really been on a journey of, um, self-discovery. I think I was pretty lucky when I was introduced to hip hop to sort of, you know, find out what it is that is special about me, my identity, my strength, my confidence. So you can hit us with a rhyme. Uh, maybe another time. <laughs> maybe that's a different show. <laughs> okay, okay. But um, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure I speak for a lot of you know black women in particular. I mean, we grew up watching TV. Mm-hmm. Um, on TV, the cartoons that we see, the fairy tales that we read. Uh, Snow White, yeah. Cinderella, mm-hmm. Rapunzel, and Between none of those beast. people. Yes, and mm. none of those people ever looked like me. Nice. Um, I actually never even knew that Africa had kings and queens until I was well mm. into my teens. So for mm. me, that is a problem because mm. you know identity should be the first point of call for any person in order to find purpose in life. Mm. So I mean, we already do that with Kulisani Foundation and Campaign for Girls with High School Learners across the country. Mm. I've got a six-year-old daughter that I also had to look at and make sure when. She She's watching her favorite shows. I'm sitting with her and I keep interjecting and I'm saying, listen, you don't have to have long blonde hair to be a princess. Mm-hmm. I have to keep interjecting and saying, you're beautiful just the way you are. You know, I have to keep saying, I love your locks. I have to keep saying, I love your skin. You're you, gorgeous. You know why I'm saying, I'll, I will she'll pull the mic because I want to ask him, where did you find her? Did you? Um, she found me and I think I'd like <laughs> please, to put it out because me I was too, listening. Eh? I was outside. <laughs> Next month in Timbisa, we host this thing called Tea, mm-hmm. which is where we found this okay. particular lady It's a non-profit So we just gather people Entrepreneurs and leaders In the township for, for free we bring top speakers And I think it'd be nice To have you ladies there mm. If you would If you would have yeah. us Because we call it We'll yeah. call it the pink edition That's what we are Conceptualizing with the guys And we yeah, never for, had for women's women speakers month, eh? That's the thing We've mm. only ever had one I started this thing Last year on the 11th of July We've only had one women speaker. How come you've only had yeah, one you women speaker? There's so many amazing women. One or two. No, or that, that's why. That's why we we sl- we're slowly uh, discovering oh, them. That's okay. why right now we've identified oh, yeah. you and we're bringing you on board. Yeah. You see. <laughs> cool. So, guy, ladies, are you guys in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. No. Okay. I'm in, yeah, yeah, I'm in. No, definitely. Um, so I was sorry. I was telling you about Kenya. Africa, oh, okay. How yes, you never please. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. So basically, with, with educating and promoting um, mm-hmm. and encouraging the African identity, we do it through various ways. Okay. Um, one of the ways is actually also clothing, um, where we use African prints, prints that are very popular in South Africa and even branching out to other African countries in kids' clothing. It's comfy, it's stylish, it's fly, and you want your little one in it. Um, and then what we also have are educational activities. We have some online where we are basically using African references and examples to teach 
teach kids in terms of foundation age. So if we are talking alphabets, if we are talking numbers, we are also saying how are, how do you write the numbers? What are the words? How do you say them in Zulu? How do you say them in oh, Setswana? Wow. Very, very important. So this is my mission in life, and that's the mission with Kenya Africa. Mm, I like beautiful mission indeed. Mem, um, do you want to take us along as well? <laughs> um, hi, my name is Andiswa Mleke. I'm originally from the Eastern Cape in a small town called Umtata. Apparently, there's not much going on there, according to some people, one of them I'm looking at. Anyway, <laughs> I'm a fashion designer. I'm from a company called Umtikazi, which was founded in 2014. We make clothes mainly for special occasions, um, weddings, parties, the works. So now do you dress ma- females only? Um, both actually, both males and females. Is it? Yeah. No, maybe, maybe he must, must pimp us up so that we can see, no? Mm-hmm. I'm not a fashionist, so you've got the wrong guy. I can I'm transform you. Uh, no, and I'm definitely a fashionist. <laughs> I'm just that guy. Yeah. Now, if you're listening and want to join in on the discussion, our studio lines 0861 We're on Twitter as well. Our Twitter handle is at cliffcentral.com. We're on Facebook as well. Our Facebook page is Cliff Central. We're on WeChat. Our WeChat ID is Cliff Central. So you're allowed to join in on the discussion if ever there's something. That is actually standing on it. Actually, you want to comment or even ask um, a question um, for the ladies. Uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's at Dabohoma40, at Dabohoma40 on Instagram, and Dabohoma40 on Facebook. My brother, you are? At Bulela Nibala. That's it. All platforms. Are you on social media, ma'am? At Tulilo. At Tulilo. Yeah. I like that, ma'am. I'm on Facebook, and it's on Plague. And it's on Plague, ma'am. Bianca Williams on Facebook at Bianca Williams underscore on IG and Twitter. Kanya Africa on Facebook at Kanya Africa on IG and Twitter. No, no, definitely. Um, my brother, you I feel like there's something. Along. I feel like there's something I'm doing wrong. Why is it at Bulelani Bala only? You were lucky enough <laughs> to find your name just like that. <laughs> <laughs> so true. You know, we had to add it on my underscore. It's so true. <laughs> so Bianca, I mean, okay, you you know you t- I'm sure there's, there's there's a few things I missed when I was out getting you guys water. I'm gonna say it live on air. I'm a gentleman <laughs> stepping into Women's Month in August. They must know. They must know who the custodians <laughs> of this thing are. Just tell me a little bit. I mean, what 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 inspired you to get into business? I've got I've got a cousin. I've got two actually. I've, I've I don't know for for quite a number of years. I've pounced the idea of them getting into business. Yeah. Um. The the reason why I've done that is because they they were always brain brain brainstorming ideas. And yeah. one of the things that I found I don't know if I'm sexist or biased, but I found that not a lot of women want to go into business. Yeah. But they've got the ideas. Mm-hmm. I mean, if if it was up to me, I'd say that. Women are the creators of the, this modern day earth because I will come from a woman who was able to create out of nothing food, create out of nothing mm. the shelter that we had. And you guys are in the studio today and I mean, you're speaking so strong, you're speaking so opulently, you're speaking with, you know, with confidence yeah. about the things that you're speaking about. What drove you to this particular point? Why aren't you at Stanley working somewhere? <laughs> oh. It's so funny that you say that um, because even with the work that we, we do, the work with, that I do with regards to the NPOs, which is Kudisani Foundation and Campaign for girls I've had so many people After you know Coming in contact With me saying to me Don't you want to Come work with me Don't you want to Don't you want to Come work for me Don't you want to Do this
this? Don't you want to do that? But I think at the end of the day, ultimately, the important thing is to find your purpose in life. Mm. Um, and usually your purpose would be something that might even go against what your parents have in mind mm-hmm. for you. Um, they might go against what the norm is. I mean, I think, you know, about 10 years ago, 15 years ago, people used to say about music, ne? don't even think about that. There's no money. There's nothing. You can't bring that argument today because we see so many musicians that are out there doing what it is that they do. So for me, it's really just finding my purpose in life. And I was lucky enough to find it at an early age. And like I said, I mean, when it comes to my confidence, hip hop definitely had a lot to do with that. But, you know, for me, I just found my purpose and I knew that what I'm about, whether it's through my music, whether it's through the business, whether it's through the nonprofit organizations that I work, um, I work for, um, I knew that I'm always interested in advancing African youth and in advancing African women. That's just what I'm about. Anybody who knows me can tell you that. So for me, I was lucky enough to find the purpose, you know, at an early age. But also, you know, networking and being at places where you just never, ever know who you can come across that can really influence your life and be a part of your journey positively. And I'm so lucky to know women. That's why when you're talking about women and, you know, how come there aren't so many women who are confident? I'm like, "Mm, I'm not sure which women you know. Mm. Because the women I know have done incredible incredible things mm. obviously we all say that about our mothers because our mothers are just like that but um, I mean I'm lucky enough as well to be in a space um, at Whiphold which is a women investment portfolio holdings mm. that's a company that was started in 94 by four black women and those women have supported me have mentored me have guided me and have included me as well to be a part of seeing what it means to get together as women um, and as African women in particular having a focus having a vision having a purpose and actually working on it. So for me, you know, it's those things. Once you have your purpose, your passion, and, you know, get to the places, get to know people and network. And, you know, obviously, like I'm saying, you can't lie about your passion. I mean, it's very easy to see, you know. So just be true to yourself. Be true to yourself and you will find the purpose. You'll find your actual purpose in life. Meputi, just tell me something. How important is it to get mentorship? Because she touched on something. Mm. I mean, that, that, re- that resonated with the ideal of mentorship. How important is it to get mentorship? Um, I think for me, it's, uh, it's quite an important um, building block in your career or whether you're an entrepreneur or whether you work in corporate. I think it's, it's, it's you know, sometimes you, you need to engage with people who've walked the path, you know, because sometimes there's things that they will see or they, they, they will, they will show you that you are not aware of. Um, and they will help you guide, well, they'll, they'll guide you through the process and guide you through whatever it is, challenges that you have. So I think mentorship is very important in a sense that it, it, you know, it, it helps you, um, navigate certain things a bit better. You know, it helps you just, um, to move forward, you know, um, in terms of just your own personal growth. You know, I, I have mentors, you know, in, in, in my business space, I have mentors. In my CSI initiatives, I have mentors. And in my daily space, I have mentors because, you know, I, I don't, as a person, I, I don't think no man, no man is an island. I think with anything that you do, you need people to, yeah. you know, to help you out, to bring yeah. you and to kind of guide you. So I think when you have mentors, that's the role that they play. You know, mentors should really just kind of guide in the right direction. Cause sometimes, you know, we, we, we tend to kind of, Turn right instead of keeping straight. And when you have a mentor that knows you and understands you and understands your passion, um, like Bianca men- mentioned and what you're about, they really are there to kind of say, okay, you're now losing focus, direction. Come back into you know in, in, into that path and let's let's try and walk the path together. So, which leads me now into this. I mean, what are some of these um, um, CSI initiatives that you are part of, and what does your company do? What do you do? 
So by day, I run a marketing and events agency called Anglo African Events. Okay. Um, I work primarily with uh, technical techno- technology companies. Um, by day. I do. <laughs> by day. Yeah, by day. I'm looking uh, forward to hearing by night. <laughs> <laughs> and then by night, um, I put on my social entrepreneur hat, where I I run programs that are, are, are out there to empower the youth and female. I've got two programs. Programs that I'm running wow. currently. Um, one is called Girls Invent Tomorrow, where we're teaching young girls technology. We're teaching young girls how to navigate, um, you know, how to use how to use technology as a whole. Because with what I do on by day, I saw that there was a gap in terms of just careers that, um, you know, there are not a lot of females in technology. You know, and for me, I I wanted to create something where you know we can. Um, mentor young girls to pursue careers in, te- in technology because it's such a fun field and there's so many um, careers available. So that was one of the things that I started. I just saw a gap within the industry and I want, I started that, that initiative. And the other initiative that I started was, it's called the Next Gen Leadership Movement. Really, Next, Next Gen is, is really my baby. You know, I have a team of young, people that work for me. The reason why I hire young people is because I feel we all have a role to play in terms of growing young people. So I hire young people to give them the guidance, to mentor them, for them to come and learn just how to use, you know, just to kind of prepare their, their, their future. So Next Gen came about from just meetings we had in the, in the office with the team just to say, what do you guys want to do? Like, what do you guys want out of life as young people? I mean, you young people, you need to tell me what you want. They're like, no, we just need, you know, to talk as young people, motivate each other, guide each other, learn from each other. Because, you know, sometimes when you learn from your peers, you learn a lot more than if you learn from somebody who's 50. You know, when you see that somebody your age is achieving certain things or doing certain things a certain way, you kind of, something ignites in you. So I think for us in Next Gen, it's really about that. It's, it's, it's for young people to sit together um, and talk about their achievements. Because, you know, there are young people that have done amazing things that they don't give them the platform to talk about what they've done and how they got there. So I think with us, it was really, let's create something where, you know, we can just have have young people talking and sharing their stories and the challenges that they have as young people pursuing careers, whether it's entrepreneurship or um, in, in corporate. And that's pretty much, yeah, sums up by day and by night what I do. Yeah, no, it's interesting that she decides to do CSI by night. Can I have social responsibility <laughs> at night? <laughs> <laughs> so, Andiso, so how'd you get it how'd you get into this um i studied fashion designing um at the university of johannesburg it was still vets tech then that's how old i am but anyway um from a young age i used to cut out tiny little pieces of cloth and make things with them um, I was not a dolly dolly girl, but I just want, liked the idea of putting, of creating something from nothing. So I would take my clothes and convert them into what I wanted them to look like. And, um, when I got to metric as a matter, it was a matter of, do I go with what is expected of me? Like Upianki said that sometimes parents have their own ideas of what you should be studying, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so it was either law or fashion. And then, I did a little bit of research and I saw that there's huge stacks of law books and I was like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> so I, then I went into fashion. But needless to say, I'm actually back in studying law now. But um, yeah, so I got into fashion because I liked the idea of putting things, um, of creating something um, from nothing and looking pretty. And um, yeah, so to me, it was uh, a matter of I want 
to to do something that I'm going to do it without someone else telling me exactly what to do. I'm not very good at uh, at being told what to do. Not that I'm, I'm I'm a bad employee or anything like that. But yeah, I I like doing things in my own time at my own pace the way I want to do them. So for me it was it wasn't rocket science for me to just then go into fashion and make what I want to make and make people look the way I want them to look, you know, and dress myself as well while I'm at it. And I have found that um, clothes can actually mold a person, if I may. Like from being a timid person to having confidence from just putting on a good piece of clothing. So I wanted that. I wanted to make people happy by putting on nice clothes. So, yeah. That's why I got into fashion. And then, I mean, um, what are some of the challenges that you've had to deal with over the years? Yo, how how many years have you list. been in business? Let's start so there. I have a long list for you of challenges. Yo. Anyway, um, I finished school in 2006. Okay. Um, UJ. Someone said, mm, they're judging me already. Um, I finished school in 2006 and... I had this idea that I'm going to work in the fashion industry for a couple of years and then I'm going to move on and do my own thing or whatever. But it did not happen like that. I found myself working in corporate to pay the bills. Gauteng is not cheap. So I had to pay the bills. And it was before the bless us time. So, hey. So I had to find um, employment to pay the bills. So I find myself working for corporate um, by day. And then by night, hey, by night I was sitting behind my machine making um, clothes. And then after five years, I got to a point where I said, I'm not getting any younger. At some point, I have to do this. I have to follow my passion. I have to follow my dream. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But at least I will know I did try. So I resigned, left corporate. And that came with um, a huge loss of material things. But at the end of the day, I felt it was worth it. So I left corporate, went into full-time business. That was in 2014. So I've been doing it full-time now for two years and a couple of months. And the challenge is, like I said, I have a very long list. Um, you've got a situation where people don't want to pay because they don't know you. So it's fine if they're going to go to Rosebank and buy a dress for 5000 from, I'm not going to say those designers that are there, but I can't charge 5000 so I'll charge a 1000 But then even that 1000 is still a lot. Who are you? So I'm supposed to charge you 500 rand, like really? So you've got situations like that where it's very hard to make ends meet and you make a lot of financial mistakes along the way and there's situations with cash flow and, you know, situations like that. So... um and other challenges were to it's you find what do you call these government entities not to speak badly about them, but you find um, NYDA for instance. We've got this um, pro, they have these programs that they run um, for small businesses. You approach them, no, we can't deal with you. You are in in textile because textile is risky and you know things like that. And not to just mention NYDA, it's a whole lot of them. It's, it's it's basically like the the textile industry has been put in a corner somewhere. It's like you know what, deal with yourself. So we've got situations like that where it's very hard for us to get funding. It's very hard for us to expand our businesses. We we basically have to struggle day by day to make ends meet or to grow your own business. You don't. It's not easy like other sectors for you to get um, financial assistance. But yeah, we we make it work. So yeah, just to name a few of those uh, challenges. 
I think that just after the ad, the conversation that I'd like to pick up with the other two ladies that are in studio is the matter of funding mm-hmm. and some of the challenges that you guys have come across in the various industries that you are in. So let's break for an ad. We'll be back in the next 30 seconds. This is CliffCentral.com. Choice. Sometimes you have it and sometimes you don't. AutoTrader gives you the choice. Now you can shop compare and buy new cars watch our expert video reviews and research before you buy auto trader new car the choice is yours hello i'm michael jackson i'm a global conference speaker and would you believe i stay in over 200 hotels a year all around the planet so when it comes to a hotel choice for me particularly away from work when i'm four by fouring and exploring historical sites across from pumalanga my pet project i look for three things in a hotel for me location value for money and no compromise on quality like i found at the mercure hotel in nelspreet find out for yourself visit mercure.com 360 biz on cliffcentral.com we touched on the conversation of um, funding a little bit earlier on. And Bianca, how'd you get into Who funded you? Listen, I'm the most <laughs> persistent person I know. <laughs> People can tell you. like, And this is something that I would actually even advise you as you're starting your own uh, you know, initiative. You, especially when you're talking about social initiatives, people are always, you know, a lot of businesses, either one of two things, either they think, ah, we can't really measure the return on investment mm. or for them, they do it just to tick a box. And it's very difficult working with those kind of people. So people are not always just ready to just give you some funding. Mm. So what you have to do is be prepared for your knuckles to get sore because mm-hmm. you are going to knock on 20 doors before one half opens. So that's just how it is. What you just have to do is be adamant with your story. And also, you know, um, I mean, in the beginning, it was very difficult because, you know, you are begging for funding. Mm. You are literally like asking for funding. Now it's gotten to a point that, you know, five, six years down the line with like the nonprofit organizations, for example, where it's like we want to align ourselves and our um, our efforts and our initiatives with organizations that are exactly on the same path. I don't want to convince you mm. why it's important to develop young people. Yeah. I don't have to do that. And if I feel like I have to convince you, it's fine. I think I'm better off without your funding. Mm. But I think it's very important as um, entrepreneurs, as businesswomen to, you know, know what it is that you're worth, know what it is that you are trying to do, what you're starting. Be confident about whatever brand you're beginning, whatever company you're starting, whatever organization you're starting. Like I said, you cannot fake your passion as well and you know just keep knocking until you find somebody i mean when we started um with the non-profit organizations um there were some people that helped us out i mean when we started campaign for girls the city of Joburg actually helped us with our first girl camp that we had in the northwest um and so from there you know getting into there and getting into those kinds of conversations you meet one person here you meet another person there next thing you know i was invited to a high tea over here at a high tea then i was able to go meet somebody at Whiphold. and i mean for me in terms of my own personal development whether it comes to the non-profit organization or even my kenya africa business Whiphold really has you know helped me and supported me along the way but you know like I said you have to know your story you have to know what it is that you're about and be prepared to be persistent sometimes people can say you're bordering on irritating Mm. but it's Mm. fine if it's for the cause and you know (laughs) what it is that you're doing then rather do that than think to yourself ah maybe I should have called these guys Mm. or maybe I should have done this they said they were going to email me yesterday but they didn't so I don't want to bother them I'm not on that tip if you say you're going to email me today at five Mm -hmm. I'm going to leave you until you know five o'clock let that go next morning I'm going to give you a call 
call and say, hi, remember, you know, this is the conversation we had. I mean, that's just the way it is. You just have to be persistent in business and you have to be persistent in life. And Meputi, tell me something. According to Tuli, yeah. then why'd you let me say Puti? No, I heard you the first time and I was like, okay, what, they Tuli. Puti here. Tuli. But you look like a poot. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Metuli, just tell me something. No? How important is it um, for for anyone who wants to go into business to to be mentored or to get entrepreneurial um, education of any form? Sure, it, it's it's a it's a building block um, of, of of creating whatever. Um, you know, whatever idea or, or whatever plan you have, you know, but, um, in the same token, it, 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 it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a hard journey. It really, really is a hard journey because I look back to when I started, um, my business, uh, I think 13 or 11 years ago, you know, we started, it was two young girls. We had money saved. We had a dream. We wanted to ha- have our own agency. Um, our costs were, were minimal. We were living at home with our parents. Um, and the opportunity really were at the right place at the right time you know when we pitched for work with one of our, our first clients that we signed um that is still my client till till today and i'm very grateful for that um when we pitched you know it was easy because we didn't have we didn't carry a lot of access baggage you know it was it was it was easy for us to run the business with minimal costs because there's only two of us and obviously sub- subsequent to that is is there's there's growing trying to grow the business trying to to develop the 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 the, the cash flow and having the right mentors to guide you in terms of what you need to do to grow specific aspects of the business so it's 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 hard because you know everybody says people must be entrepreneurs do go into entrepreneurship do this do that but there's no there's no one really taking in those entrepreneurs and saying i've done this as an entrepreneur this Mm -hmm. is my journey Mm -hmm. um how can i then help you to kind of become an entrepreneur you know and i think it's great that we're saying to people be entrepreneurs but let's also while we're saying to them be an entrepreneur let's give them the guidance and tell them our stories, our yeah. mistakes, so that they can also learn from our mistakes, you know, because you learn from other people's mistakes. Mm-hmm. So that's really how I see it. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that I picked up from what she said was that you guys pitched, sorry, you guys pitched and you, and you got the deal and because of the fact that you guys didn't have excess baggage, I would assume that excess baggage was overheads and all yes. this stuff. So over the years you'd had to, you've, you, you, you would have had to scale. Absolutely. I mean, with regards to the young people that you spoke about a bit earlier on that you yeah, hired team, and obviously yes. you took on some, some yeah. cars, vehicles. I mean, how were you able to scale? I think my question is, how were you able to scale? Because I think a lot of people, a lot of people tend to go into business and they compete on the basis mm. of price. And I tend to differ on that, but where do you stand in that conversation? I think, you know, it's, it's all about having a plan, you know, like, um, for me, I've, like with my business partner, we always saw ourselves as we're running our agencies. Yes, we've got other competitors and we need to look at how the people are doing their, their thing and learn from them, but we're running our own race and we're running the race in our own pace, you know, even like anything with life. It's exactly the same thing with business, you know. I am not about to now copy another agency and let's say buy 10 cars because they've got cars as part of their fleet and then bring them into my business because I'm competing with them you know I need to know what my as an agency where I see myself or where we see ourselves as a team and even bringing the people in the people that you bring into the team how many overheads can you afford to to help you within the business um, and you know there's a lot of things that, that that's involved when you're running a business it's things like cash flow so it's a big mm. it's a I mean she touched on it and I actually smiled because I was like wow it's amazing <laughs> how we're in totally different fields mm. and yet we have the same problems you know yeah, yeah, the problem yeah, is yeah. you know when you when you run an agency um, and you're not a big corporate you know, you get taken for, for granted. You know, um, I go and I say, this is my fee. This is my management fee. This is how much I charge. I'll get, look, people are like, ah, truly, oh yeah, Dura, you know. Mm. But if somebody else goes and let's say I'll use, let's say a, pers- a white person, 
does exactly the same thing as me. Mm-hmm. They charge those the fee. People do it with a smile, oh, yeah. you know. So it's 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 those things that you kind of have to like, you 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 exhale and you're like, okay, so these are my battles now. How do I overcome these battles mm-hmm. and kind of say, okay, you know what, I'm I'm just as good as that person. Just give me the chance. So it's going going back to what Bianca also said. You keep knocking on those doors and say, just give me one job. Just give me one job. Let me show you how I can do this job. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you do. You cut your price and say, okay, I'll do it for you, less two percent, but let me show you that I can do the job. And once you get in. It's easy for people to kind of say, okay, you've got something in you, you know. So it's it's all those things that, that come with running a business and having a plan. You know, you have to have a plan when you're running a business. You can't just say, I'm starting a company. Yeah. You can't. It doesn't work like that. Right, just sometimes being black, my man, it's a problem. Eh? You know, that's Because you know. I'm thinking to myself, because I can, I can relate to what you're saying. I mean, sometimes I remember when I started off, I had to do things for free sometimes. Yeah. You know, just to prove myself yeah. to say how good I am, you know. And for me, it was not only as that as well. I was building a client portfolio, yeah. credibility and reference. Yeah. You know, because they couldn't come back and say, no, he didn't do it for us, Absolutely. you know, and he did it. And, but now it's said that we have to work twice as hard. Absolutely. Twice as much. Mm. But I think going back to what you're saying, we know that those are challenges. We know that's our reality. You know, um, we must continue. We mustn't just, you know, stop and say, ah, okay, so, you know, it, it's, it's the end. You know, we know, we already know it, that when you start something, you're already, um, you, you're already at a disadvantage, you know. Um, but then now that you know that you're at a disadvantage, don't let that be your crutch. Cause I think the problem is with us African people is we, we take things that, um, that are, that are, that are just should not be a crutch and we make them our crutch. You know, mm-hmm. we'll always have an excuse about delivering something. Mm-hmm. No, I can't do this because so, 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 so. I can't do this because what do you want to do yourself? Do you want to get there? And you, for me, it's, 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 if you have a, a goal and you, ha- and you want to reach that goal, you will do it no matter what. Mm-hmm. You know, you will work at, an 18 hour day I mean there's times when um, my husband who's my biggest supporter and my family when I haven't slept because that's my reality your know, husband supports you yeah he's my biggest fan. he's my number one fan no, <laughs> no, <laughs> no but you, ma- you must hold on no, he's got a problem me, he doesn't support I am no 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 because no, no, you know what reality is is um, especially some of us that are in the entrepreneurship space mm-hmm. it's very hard to get somebody that sees your vision yeah. and uh, that supports you as much yeah. That's why you see high rollers and successful entrepreneurs. Most of them, they it's either they divorces, they yeah, sing, and then all true. of these things. Yeah. It's because it's it's just hard, it you is. know. So for you, if ever you found somebody yeah. that you know what um, that supports you, that is there and whatever, you know what, big up sister. Yeah, I know yeah. he he is. Um, look, I'm grateful for that. Um, I think also because he understands. You know, he comes from an environment where his his dad was an entrepreneur, so he understands the journey a bit, you know, and I think for us, it's, it's really about, we, we need to navigate the future together, you know, and it's, it's with, you know, for me, I always say family is, 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 is the core of, of who you are, you know, when you have the people that support you, go back to them and let mm. them be your champions, you know, because they're the only people that have your back. Forget the hype around you and stuff. The yeah. people closest to you, your family will always be real to you. They'll always say to you, actually, this is not working. Mm. And I think for me, I've been lucky in a sense that I have my husband, I have my sister, I have my, my brother-in-law, I have those people that continue to, to be, to literally like, come on tools, you can do this thing, you know, don't mm. give up. Even when I, there are times when I'm actually in, at, at home and I'm like, I cannot do this, I can't do this anymore. Now tell us his name, let's give him a shout out. I mean, the, <laughs> man, the, 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 the man deserves a bell. He's right? actually even here, he's sitting right oh, there. Hey. We need to give you a round of applause. Sorry, babe. Yeah. So, and this one, quickly. 
What does your company look like in the next five years? Just take me on a mental journey. Yeah. Okay. One of the things is opening up a store in Umtata, my hometown. Wow. Umtata is developing, even though some people don't see it that way. Yeah. Um, it's a small town, so it's not like from the outside, it doesn't look like much is happening. So one of the major things that I want to do is open a store in Mtata. And the reason why I want to put it in Mtata is because um, if I'm going to open a store there, that means I'm going to hire people to work there. Mm-hmm. So if I have that situation happening, I want to give back to people who raised me. So and small towns have much higher um unemployment rate. So if I can contribute even if it's just a drop in the sea, to me I would have done a lot. So And you know, <laughs> I think when you said that you struck my heart because one of the things that I live by more than anything is that um it's purely this notion. Whenever I'm booked to do talks or whatever I do, I always say this: that 40, 50 years ago, Santon was just a bush. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And today, yeah. it's regarded as the richest square mile in Africa. That means that my mom is sixty-two right now. When she was twelve or ten or nine, Imagine there was that. no Santon. It was mm-hmm. a bush. Exactly. All of this was just a bush. Mm-hmm. And today, it was the richest, it's the richest square mile in Africa because visionaries, white yeah. visionaries, Thank came you. together and they did something about it. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I always iterate to them is that. The next richest place where the next set of billionaires is going to come from, and I say this unashamedly, is from the township. Yes. Yeah. It's from rural areas. And I say true. this without um, any conviction mm. or whatever the case is. Mm. And because that's where you found some of the most creative individuals. I mean, yeah. my business now has been running for about 10 years from mm. Timbis and it's still there. We've wow. got a, uh, we've got an office in Santon, but I don't want to take the shine, but I love what you just said right yeah. now. You guys are doing phenomenal things. But what we normally do on the show is that we normally close the show up in style. But before we close the show up and start, I want to know, what drives you guys? For me, um, you know how Sistul is talking about um, challenges and people, African people come up with all sorts of problems. For me, my experience and my knowledge is that Africans come up with all sorts of solutions. They've done it from the beginning of time. I mean, we really taught the world civilization. Because I can go there, but it's all right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you can bring me back for the discussion. But for me, I think, you know, we've we've been surrounded and we've been living and growing up in a system that really does not glorify, it doesn't highlight, it doesn't celebrate, it doesn't promote our strength, our ability our magic as Africans. People like to see Africans in entertainment because, you know, when it comes to the entertainment, we're up there. But a lot of people doubt or they don't even know about our intellectual capability, mm. about our business-mindedness, you know, about our community aspect, about every single thing that makes us who we are, which is really just we are the solution and we always have been. So for me, I think with, you know, my business, with Kenya Africa, the most important thing for me is really just to remind Africans of who we actually are. We are worth so much and so much more. So it's very important that we we do that. Okay. So what drives me is that Africa, being African, my identity, my heritage, my pride. Okay. One way, what drives you? God. What drives you? Just seeing other people around me achieving and doing great with the help of, of Ubuntu. Okay. Um, quickly, um, 30 seconds, 20 seconds, I'm shortening. We're closing the show of freestyle. A word of inspiration to somebody that's listening. 20 um, seconds. Passion. Purpose. Know who you are. First of all, we've got names. We don't even know what our names mean. And your name is your calling and your mm. calling is your purpose. Yeah. So know who you are mm. because a lot of the times that will actually direct you in what it is that you're supposed to be doing with your life. Don't go with what everybody else thinks is the norm. Don't go with what everybody else's story is. Find your story and stick to it. Ma'am? 
Um, people can always put you in a box, but it's up to you to get out of that box. You cannot always conform with what people say works. People would say you cannot go to, into the fashion industry because it's a dead industry. But if you are passionate about it, you can get out and make it work for you and you can make something big out of it. Ma'am? Um, we all have dreams, uh, mm-hmm. but dreams without a plan are j- will just stay as dreams. So have dreams, but plan your life and, you know, and, and, and plan ahead to what you want to achieve. Um, and, you know, you only have one life, live it and uh, live a purposeful life. My brother, uh, ma'am? Oh, number one, God first. Number two, yep. find your why. Mm-hmm. That's your purpose. Number three, write your story. Nice. I like that. My brother? Get things done. <laughs> I like done. that. Get things done. Yeah. If it doesn't change you, if if it doesn't challenge you, sorry, it yeah. won't change you. Mm-hmm. This is all we had for you today, right here on three sixty biz relative central. If ever you've missed the show, go and download the podcast and get to the interesting show that we had for you. Thanks a lot, ladies, for Thank for joining you. in. Thank Looking you. forward Thank to you. having you guys yeah. for the next discussions. Uh, catch us again next time, right here on Cliff Central, same time. Same place. My name is Deborah Mafodi and Bulela Nibala. We are out. This is CliffCentral.com.